Hello, people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners. Surprised from, to hear from me again so soon after yesterday? Well, the reason for this, new, this breaking news isn't a happy one. It's my sad duty to report 89-year-old Oscar-winning and Tony-winning act, character actor Alan Arkin went to that heavenly Hollywood in the sky yesterday in Carlsbad, California, no cause of death has yet been reported. NBC dot, NBCnews.com announced today Arkin was a four-time Oscar nominee, gaining Best Actor recognition for The Russians Are Coming, The Russians Are Coming, in 1966, and The Heart is a Lonely Hunter in 1968. He gained supporting actor nominations for Little Miss Sunshine in 2006 and Argo in 2012. That Sunshine win was an upset in a field that included Jackie Earl Haley for Little Children, Jimon Hansu for Blood Diamond, Eddie Murphy for Dreamgirls, and Mark Wahlberg for The Departed. The dark comedy was an indie hit with Arkin playing the grandfather of an offbeat child beauty contestant played by Abigail Freslin. Arkin's character dies about halfway through the film. More than anything, I am deeply moved by the open-hearted appreciation that our small film has received, which in these fragmented times speaks so openly of the possibility of innocence, growth, and connection, Arkin said after being handed his golden statue. Some movie fans might know Arkin from Argo, playing a foul-mouthed movie executive who teams up with a CIA agent portrayed by Ben Affleck and a makeup artist depicted by John Goodman, to stage the production of a phony mu- movie to sneak into Iran. Arkin got his start with the, second, with the famed Second City comedy troupe, which launched him on a decades-long career. His first big role came in the Cold War comedy, The Russians Are Coming, The Russians Are Coming, which included fellow comedians Carl Reiner and Jonathan Williams. His unique brand of comedy took Arkin well into the 21st century, playing alongside Michael Douglas in the Netflix show, The Kaminsky Method. Kaminsky star Michael Douglas said his time with Arkin was among his most memorable. Today, we lost a wonderful actor whose intelligence, sense of comedy, and consuming professionalism over the past 70 years has left an indelible mark on our industry, Douglas wrote on Instagram. My experience of working with Al were some of my most memorable. He will be deeply missed. After the news broke, the Hollywood Reporter shared some of the tributes stars posted on Instagram. Our father was a uniquely talented force of nature, both as an artist and as a man. His sons, Adams, Matthew, and Anthony, shared in a joint statement announcing his death. A loving husband, father, grand and great-grandfather, he was adored and will be deeply missed. Jason Alexander was the first star to react to the news, tweeting in part, such a wonderful original voice for comedy, and on the few occasions I was in his presence, a kind and generous soul. I learned so much from watching him, and the laughs I got from his glorious work seem endless. The one and only Alan Arkin has left us, Michael Imperioli wrote on Instagram. Alan was a rare breed who had an infallible sense of truth, that allowed him to shift with ease from the tragic to the hilarious in the span of a blink of an eye. Such a great actor and such a great loss of cinema.
Ralph Mascino cheated Alan Arkin, legendary in every aspect and any genre. His range is and was and is beyond, truly one of a kind. Over his 72-year career, Arkin started numerous TV shows and movies, aside from Little Miss Sunshine, The Russians Are Coming, and Argo. This includes 1999's, 1990's Edward Scissorhands, 2008's Get Smart, Catch-22 in 1972, 1979's The In-Laws, last year's The Minions, Rise of Gru, which was his final film role and turns one years old this weekend, Netflix's animated series BoJack Horseman, in which he voiced J.D. Selinger from 2015 to 2016, 2019's Dumble remake, Sesame Street, The 100 Center Street Show, 1991's The Rocketeer, and much more. Rest in peace. There is another little bit of bad news I have to tell you. Sony Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is one of 2023's biggest hits so far. It ends on a major cliffhanger with the sequel and the concluding film in the Spider-Verse trilogy, Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse, set to bow March 29, 2024. But there is a slight stipulation. The Spider-Verse might not swing back on that day. DigitalSpy.com reported today, Beyond the Spider-Verse producers have confirmed that they're willing to delay the film in order to make sure it is the best that it can be. Amid reports that the sequel to Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse may be pushed back, producers Phil and Lord, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller have revealed the current progress on the third installment and when it may premiere. In an interview with Comic Book, Lord explained, I would say that we're going to take the time necessary to make Beyond the Spider-Verse great. Sparking fears that the trilogy closing film will not make its March 2024 release, Miller added, We won't back into a release date that doesn't fit. This comes after a report this month in Vulture cited animation artists on the project weren't convinced the threequel would be ready by next March. In much better no news, today happens to be mid-cape sports player Alice McGuire, movie actress Lizzie Kaplan, boxer Mike Tyson, and swimmer Michael Phelps' birthday. It's also the one and only Sailor Moon's birthday as well. Today marks the debuts of 1971's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, 2006's The Devil Wears Plurada, 2010's Twilight Soggy Eclipse, 1995's Apollo 13, 2014, Megan Trainor's 2014's catchy pop song All About That Bass, 2004's Spider-Man 2, 1999's major flop Wild Wild West, which nobody speaks of, 2000's Perfect Storm and the <laughs> mega flop The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle movie, which again, like Wild Wild West, we don't talk about. Happy early birthday to Kristen Phelps' grandmother, Mildred, who turns 97 years old tomorrow. She shares her birthdays with the late Princess Diana, TV actress Pamela Anderson, the late actress Oliv- and the late actress Olivia de Havilland, de Havilland, who passed away, unfortunately, in 2020 at the age of 104. TheHollywoodReporter.com stated June 26th 
John Hamm is a married man. According to multiple reports and images that surfaced over the weekend, Hamm won the actress Anna Oscar uh, on June 25th during a ceremony held at Anderson Canyon in Big Sur, a site that was featured in the finale of Mad Men, the critically acclaimed TV series that made Hamm a star. Speaking of weddings, 89-year-old Four Seasons frontman Frankie Valli is married for the fourth time. He married a longtime love, 60-year-old former CBS marketing exec Jackie Jacobs, Monday, June 26th in Las Vegas, and a super intimate ceremony with just the two of them. Congrats are in order for Kathy Lee Gifford. She's a grandmother again. Her daughter Cassidy announced on Instagram today that she and hubby Ben Weirda became parents Saturday, June 24th with the arrival of their son, Finn Thomas Weirda. And speaking of babies, Naomi Campbell just welcomed her second child, which is a boy yesterday, and Nikki Reed and Ian Somahalder welcomed their second child as well. Congratulations. Also, and Theo James is expecting his second kid. Guess what, Backstreet Boys fans? The pop group announced June 27th they're doing an all-inclusive beach concert fun activities in Cancun, Mexico next April. The event, which takes place from April 18th to April 21st, 2024 at the Moon Palace, Cancun, will include two shows, a beach ball a beach volleyball tournament, karaoke, a full resort takeover, and tons more. Doom fan movies rejoice. Not only did the official trailer for Doom Part 2, which looks at a barely recognizable bald Austin Butler. Yes, folks, I said bald Austin Butler. And Christopher Rockins Emperor surface, but it looks like the Dune duology may end up being a Dune trilogy. Collider.com reported earlier today, devoted fans of the Dune book series are well aware that the narrative of Paul Atreides, played by Timothy Chalamet, extends beyond the initial two books. Now it has been reaffirmed by Deadline that director Danny Villeneuve intends to cap off his Dune trilogy in spectacular fashion by diving deeper into the works of Frank Herbert with an adaptation of Dune Messiah. The third installment will continue the saga and is expected to be co-written by Villeneuve and screenwriter John Spatz. Although the studio has not yet officially announced active development for part three, Fans can remain hopeful for the completion of this visionary trilogy. This is not the first time Jim Messiah has been adapted for the screen, of course, with the 2003 miniseries Children of Doom pulling largely from the novel. Naturally, the fate of Doom Part 2 and the subsequent trilogy will hinge on the perfor- its performance of the box office. The first installment released among the challenges of the pandemic managed to bring in a very respectable sum as it successfully resulted in a substantial fan following. Doom Part 2 spices up the box office on November 3rd this year. ET.com, ETCanada.com reported earlier today, Ted Lasso star Brendan Hunt has revealed his next big project. 
marriage. Weeks after the Apple TV Plus series heart-hugging finale, Hunt has announced his engagement to longtime love Shannon Nelson. The 51-year-old Ted Lasso co-creator, writer, and star shared the joyous news in an Instagram photo of a giddy-looking Nelson as she accepted his proposal. Nelson and Hunt are already parents to a two-year-old son, Sean Theodore Nelson Hunt. Ted Lasso wrapped up its acclaimed three-season run on May 31st, as the Jason Sudeikis star in comedy took its final bow as AFC Richmond came so close to taking home the Premier League title. The team wound up second behind Manchester United in an appropriately humbling and hopeful conclusion to an honest and meaningful series. Enormous news, Disney fans. WikiofNerds.com declared yesterday afternoon, Disney, the renowned studio in animation history, is set to fill its theatrical slate in a unique way this year. As part of its 100-year anniversary celebration, Disney has announced a massive slate of re- releases for classic beloved movies from its vault. While Disney still has plenty of new material from the Star Marvel and Star Wars franchises in theaters and on Disney+, Plus, the focus this time around will be on revisiting the timeless classics that have captured the hearts of audiences over the year. To commemorate its milestone anniversary, Disney will be re-releasing eight iconic movies in theaters from early July to late October. Each film will have a two-week run in select theaters across the country, allowing fans to relive the magic on the screen once more. First up is Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, starting from July 7th and going to July 20th. Oddly enough, the film sails to its 20th anniversary, Mark July 9th, and will be talked about on next week's flashback, on next week's show. Thank you, Cassie Laughlin of Hyannis. Following in Pirate's Wake is the very first theatrical Pixar full-length feature film, Toy Story, running from July 21st to August 3rd. After that is Frozen, which turns 10 in November, and people just can't let go. Sorry, couldn't resist from August 4th to August 17th, followed by fellow, followed by animated Tales of Oldest Time classic Beauty and the Beast from August 18th to August 31st. Next, from September 1st to September 13th is The Incredibles, followed by Coco from September 14th to September 28th. The Lion King pounces to its turn on September 29th to October 12th. And the lineup concludes with Moana from October 13th to October 26th. And finally, Evan Peters isn't the only star to log on to the third long in development Tron film Tron Aries this week. Today it was announced that Jodie Turner-Smith from... Queen and Slim and past live breakout star Greta Lee have also joined the film. Lee will have a leading female break role in the movie, which is the second sequel to the 1982 Disney flop classic film. The film is aiming for an August Vancouver shoot. That's all for this week's breaking news, folks. So until we meet again, as always, 
Stay safe and watch lots of movies and get to the theaters if you can. Bye now.